Are y'all ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, let's go. Let's go to the Texas Territory. We are doing the film Old Yeller because Christine is a dog lover, as are we all. And this is a story. I forgot to do this part. (laughs) This is a story about a, a pioneer family. And the husband has to go off to sell cattle in Kansas. So there's like about, he's about 10 year old, 10 years old, the boy. Oh, he's 11. Is there an ice cream man in somebody's vicinity? Yes. He's like on the bluff. The whole, he might be here the whole time. So, okay. <laughs> I don't hear it. So, oh, I'm sorry that we don't have an ice cream man. And, um, So the 11-year-old boy and his little precocious brother are left to help mom with the homestead for the three or four months that her husband's going to be gone. Unbelievable. Basically, she has to do everything in the middle of a wilderness wild frontier. You know, those boys are going to help her. Yeah, the 11-year-old and the useless one. (laughs) Also, this is set in 1869. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, there was a big clue at the beginning that's one of my quotables. Oh. Oh, the Confederate money? Yeah. He's asking, what what is Confederate money? I'm like, well, son, it's the money of traitors. Is how some people would put it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The particulars. Oh. That's, that's right. That's me. Yeah, you have a job to do here. You know, another hot take is that Ice Cream Man song, I'm pretty sure, has a racist background. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Adam and I just were digging into that a few months ago. Mm-hmm. I forget what it was, that let, but it was like the same kind of thing. You're like, oh, well, son of a bitch. That always got stuck yeah. in my head and made me feel good. And now, great. What, 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 I, I am clueless to this. The lyrics are not good. Yeah. I'm, do, 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 Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There okay. was, there was some, uh, some rechanging of that, rebranding of that old tune. Yeah, the okay. particulars. Old Yeller. But you it, know, has some, has some good lyrics is the Old Yeller song. <laughs> It it yeah, cause he's a. I have it written down. Can, guys, I need to get through the particulars before <laughs> I I have completely choked up for the rest of this podcast. Let me just get these out, and then you all can go on your merry way. <laughs> Old Yeller came out Christmas Day, nineteen fifty-seven, produced oh, by Christmas Christmas Day Christmas Day. Yep. Yeah. Anybody who got a puppy, look what can happen. Yeah. Uh, produced by Walt Disney. Yeah. You know, Walt Disney. I don't have to go into all his stuff. He's, yeah, you know. we know him. Yeah. Directed by Robert Stevenson. He was English. He did King Solomon's Minds, The Las Vegas Story, Jimmy Tremaine, The Absent-Minded Professor, Mary Poppins, That Darn Cat, The Love Bug, Herbie Rides Again, and Bed Knobs and Broomsticks, just to name a few. The screenplay is by William Thunberg. He also wrote That's My Baby. And on TV, The Wild Wild West, The Restless Gun, 
He did a lot of the magical world of Disney. His brother Carl wrote the screenplay for Ben Hur. Ooh. That um, was long. It was also based on the so it was based on the novel by Fred Gibson, and Fred Gibson also helped work on the screenplay. This was his best known novel, also called Old Yeller. It was published in 1956. There were also two sequels, 1962's Savage Sam and the posthumously released 1978 Little Arliss, um, which I was like, oh, Arliss survived past little kiddom. That came as a shock to me. His name was Arliss? Yeah, the- yeah I, thought, I thought it was August for the longest time. I thought it was Alex. Then I thought it was Arliss. Okay. No, Arliss. You okay. know, I had the subtitles on. Oh, okay. Music by Oliver Wallace. Could you read him? I could for the first eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Music by Oliver Wallace, who also did Dumbo, which I'm sure Christine will pick at a later point. <laughs> <laughs> Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, and White Wilderness, and Will Schaefer who also did the music for Gunsmoke, The Phil Silver Show, and he did background music for I Dream of Jeannie, The Flintstones, Hogan's Heroes, The Jetsons, and Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, to name a few. The director of photography was Charles P. Boyd. This was his last film. He also did what... um, This was considered one of silent comedy's best, biggest comedy hits, Tilly's Punctured Romance. Uh, He also shot The Adventures of Robin Hood, Anchors Away, Duel in the Sun, Johnny Tremaine, and The Stand at Apache River. It was edited by Stanley E. Johnson, who also edited Johnny Tremaine, Jumping Jacks, The Lloyd Bridges Show, and The Rifleman. The cast, we have Spike as Old Yeller. It's a yellow mastiff. Why didn't I put him last? Labrador Retriever Mix. He was also in A Dog of Flanders, The Sea Creature, <laughs> The Silent... And we're off. The Silent Call, yeah. Mickey Mouse Club, Lassie, uh, <laughs> The Westerner. He's in every episode of The Westerner. <sighs> he was in every episode of that era. Oh, my God. Every single one. Well, there's, there's more on him later. Nerd alerts. <laughs> Do you have a t- I do. I have a whole box. <laughs> didn't, didn't think I would need it so soon, but... Neither God, did we. Goddamn, Spike was a cute dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Fess Parker played Jim Coates. Good for nothing, Jim Coates. <laughs> I kid, I kid. He was uh, Davy Crockett and Daniel Boone. Yes. He was also in Harvey and Hell is for Heroes. Dorothy McGuire as Katie Coates. She was also in Gentleman's Agreement, A Tree Grows in Brooklyn, Swiss Family Robinson. And on TV, she was in Rich Man, Poor Man. And she was Cora Miller on The Young and the Restless. Oh. So. Okay. Uh, Tommy Kirk was Travis Coates. He was also in The Shaggy Dog, The Swiss Family Robinson, The Absent-Minded Professor, and Pajama Party, to name a few. His brother, Arliss, was played by Kevin Corcoran, 
who was also in The Shaggy Dog, The Swiss Family Robinson, Bon Voyage, and Savage Sam, and was also in Daniel Boone, and Nerd Alert, Tommy and Kevin played brothers in five films. I feel Mm -hmm. sorry for Kevin. Wait, which one is is the older one? Which one was Travis? Travis was Tommy. I feel sorry for Tommy. Yeah, I felt like that boy was a lot. He was a lot. And in in Wikipedia, the thing that he even he he even said that he felt sorry because he was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he felt sorry for people. ADHD had not been diagnosed yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jeff York as Bud Searcy. He was in The Postman Always Rings Twice, Johnny Tremaine, Davy Crockett and Perry Mason. Beverly Washburn as Elizabeth Searcy. She was in the Loretta Young show, Star Trek, in Frank Capra's Here Comes the Groom in 77 Sunset Strip. And huh. Chuck Connors as yes. Bern Sanderson. He is one of 13 athletes to ever play professional sports in that Major League Baseball professional (laughs) yeah american professional sports there's been 13 athletes to play both major league baseball he played with the cubs in 1951 and the nba with the boston celtics 1947 to 1948 so he was an athlete and the rifleman exactly he was lucas kane on The Rifleman from 1958 to 1963. He was also in Flipper, Soylent Green, and Pancho Villa. Oh, I used to love Flipper. There's. Does he get shot? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> we start out with the old Yeller song. And he's the best doggone dog in the West. Oh, it lost me there. I was like, <laughs> look at it. <laughs> oh, he is. He was a good boy. He's after a rabbit, and he's running on the prairie, and he runs into a family farm, and there are two young boys, and we meet Pa, who's off to sell steers, and they're talking about money. And Fess Parker's taking the steers to Kansas, and the cash money is what they all need. And he'll be gone three to four months. His wife is sad. And he's going to bring her back a store-bought dress. Oh, I get to do all of the work. So let me get this straight, husband. I'm pretty sure it wasn't my idea to come out west. Away from everything in society. And have to have our own land and do everything on it. And it's you and me doing everything on it. And we have these two kids. And now you don't have any money you have to go off for three or four months. So that means that I'm the only adult here and I have to do your job and my job and raise the kids. Okay. Yeah. They live in a log cabin <clears throat> that she probably helped split logs for. <clears throat> and the dad is telling the oldest son, I never knew his name. I'm glad you said it was Travis, that um, he... He has to be careful because them engines will scalp you for sure. 
And he's telling the oldest son he has to be the man of the house. He's 11. And the, he, <clears throat> and he says he wants a new horse. And the dad says, what you need is a good dog. And the dad is gone until the very end of the movie. Well, the boy, 11 years old, is strapped to a plow that uh, the donkey is pulling and he's in the cornfield and old yeller is chasing that rabbit and he um, startles the mule who takes off, pulls Travis in the plow Corn. for a little while, messes up the whole cornfield. Yeah. <clears throat> um, knocks the fence down and Travis yells at old yeller to get, get, he don't need that dog. That old dog better not come back here when I got a gun in my hands. Oh, oh serial killer. Chekhov's gun right there. And that was when I was like, yes, this movie ends exactly how I thought it ended. Mm -hmm. Foreshadowing. <laughs> and uh, we meet Alice, and he's a youngin, and he wants a dog. Alice? And it <laughs> You sound so southern. Ah, Alice. Oh, Alice. <laughs> oh, it's Arliss, isn't it? Well, yeah. but you're in but Texas, it was so it probably Alice. Yeah, I thought it was August, so. So there you go. So he's got a frog and an iguana and a snake in his pocket. <sighs> Unbelievable. And his mama says, don't you ever pick up another snake again. Well, they got the 11-year-old over there chiming in, saying how, oh, it's nothing. That's just a, a, a harmless garter snake, ma. And she's like, excuse me, but I am the adult here. I am your mother. I will beat your ass. One. Two. He, If he goes around, yeah, it was a, a regular snake then. He goes up picking the next one. It could be a rattler. Yeah. Or one of the many poisonous ones that are in the Texas Territory. Cotton mouths. Water moccasins. Yeah, he shouldn't be going on just picking up stuff. And the mama says he needs a good dog to keep him out of trouble. Well, he needed more than a good dog. He <laughs> needed a spanking, darn it. <laughs> yeah, a good whooping. So it's morning. The oldest son is bringing in wood. Ma's cooking over the fire. Sitting that, sitting her pot right there on the stone. Cause she's got to do everything. Yeah, she's. You know, she's been up since like four a.m. She probably didn't even go to sleep. Yeah, cause <laughs> she has to fix the fence. <laughs> she's got to make sure the corn gets, or else we don't get fed. Um, and old Yeller is lying down. And Alice is in Alice. Alice is in love. He's my dog. Ain't nobody gonna hurt her. Hurt him. Hurt. Mm. Um, that was like my favorite scene when that what's the old boy's name? Travis was in there, like mad at the dog, and Alice came out, and he just like <laughs> saw the. He was like a dog, and he just like, went and hugged it. And I was like, I rebounded it for Adam. I was like, this is me when I see any dog. Exactly. Exactly. He's a pretty yeller dog, but Travis don't want him. Travis goes out looking for a deer. He's got to shoot a deer so they have some food to eat. <laughs> no, no pressure. He's 11 years old. If you yeah. don't get a deer, the family doesn't eat. It's on you, son. 
And you don't want, you want the buckshot to go in the head of the deer for two reasons. One is it's the kindest way to kill it. And two is you don't want the buckshot in the meat of the deer you're going to eat. Oh, I learned that when I lived in Texas. Speaking from experience. Well, I lived in Texas. So there's a baby. I thought that they were pheasants. There were a bunch of baby birds. And uh, Travis is on the mule again. And the mule knocks Travis off. And then there is a mama deer and baby Bambi. But Travis doesn't shoot the mama deer. And there are squirrels playing. It was so Disney. But then a buck comes up. How many points was it? I think it might have been a four-point buck. And Travis is busy watching the squirrels. And the buck runs off. But bang, Travis gets him. He's a good shot. Foreshadowing. Yeah, he's got to eat that. But you know what? I bet that they at least used every part of that deer. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know? Just like the the first Americans did. Okay. Well, then we see uh, Alice. 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 And Yeller in the the drinking water. And. Oh, which, by the way, I forgot to put this on my battery heatables. But when I saw, I was like, that's the drinking water? I am assuming that the mother wakes up early and boils it. No. Because oh, I thought that you were only, I thought that was like a wilderness thing was like, you don't drink from still, from still water. Like you're drinking water. It needs to come from, from water that's moving. Well, that's only if you're stuck in the wilderness. Oh. Yeah. Or something. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, that could be their, I mean, their still, bathing I, hole too. I guess there's wells, but I, I'm pretty sure they're like well water that the reason it's, I don't know. That water just didn't look sanitation. Not after, not after hours. Well, and- then, I mean, were we really worried about sanitation in 1869? It's Erin. She's always worried. I'm about always sanitation. worried about sanitation. <laughs> I mean, really though, think about it. We're all here because either there are good genes that didn't care about sanitation, or our relatives, somebody cared about sanitation at least a little bit. Or luck. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's that. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, Mama's telling Alice he's got to mind his big brother. So, now they have the venison up on hooks on the front porch, you know, because there's no refrigeration. Uh, I thought they were like, isn't that, they're, they're smoking it? Did they smoke it? They just hung it up on those hooks. I thought that that was in like the smoke. I don't know. It wasn't the smokehouse. It was. I think they just hung. hung, They were just going to eat it. They were. They were going to eat it for as long as they had it. That that kind of sounds like me and my meats. (laughs) Except I have a freezer. (laughs) Now Travis, Travis, it has a a bit of an evil mind, and he leaves a shank of the venison down low, where Old Yeller will surely get it. Then he can get rid of that dog because he ate a whole shank of the venison. I didn't know that that Travis did that. I was already yeah. bawling by this point and missed that. Oh my God. I must have it's gone like, to, to like get a new tissue. Challenge, 
It's like the challenge that people are doing with their kids now where they leave like candy in front of them and are like, don't eat this. No. Have you seen that on Facebook? I have I seen the marshmallow like, oh test. My God. It's like you're supposed to leave candy in front of your kids and be like, okay, okay, I have to go. Yeah. I'll be back in 10 minutes. And then they film them and see what the kids do. That's I can a, guarantee that, I would have eaten it. That's a famous and they study. Know, they're doing it with dogs too. Like leave your treats in front of your dogs and tell them to leave it and then leave the room. And I would have oh. lied about it too. Yeah. I would not have eaten it. If my father told me not to eat the marshmallow, I would not have eaten it. And she's telling the truth. Mm -hmm. And I would have inflamed it on her. <laughs> <laughs> well, old Yeller resists. I mean, he's got slobber coming down his mouth because he wants that shank of venison so bad. But he says, no, I am not playing your game, Travis. Next morning, a rooster is there. Yeller didn't eat it. Ma is... <laughs> uh, your notes are great. <laughs> Ma is sawing, and they're cutting down saplings for fences because the they could have reused those same posts for the well, fence. Maybe they yeah. got broken. They got snapped. Oh. They don't have duct tape. Nope, they don't. So Yeller and Alice are fishing without poles. I mean, they're trying to catch the fish. And my gosh, if old Yeller doesn't come up with a big old fish. He can fish. Um, and the mama says, Alice is a little boy with a big imagination. But then Alice starts feeding a bear cub. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cornbread. Everybody sees that this is not a good idea. Have you never read Blueberries for Sal? I'm like, well, this is this is Darwinism. So Arliss is going to get taken out the game and his reckless genes are therefore taken out the gene pool. That would have been good. Except. But Old Yeller has to come and save the day. And Mom is scared to death. And now everyone loves Old Yeller because Old Yeller takes a beating. For Alice. Not just a beating, excuse me. Old Yeller <clears throat> took on a mother bear protecting yeah. her bear cub. That's crazy. And one. Um, and then old well, they have to they have to tend to old Yeller's wounds, and old Yeller gets up in bed with Arliss and Travis that night. Oh, man. Okay, next day, mom is reminiscing about settling uh, when pa when she and pa found this land and settled, and a man and his daughter arrive. The daughter is Elizabeth. Elizabeth, I, run I, to the... Was it her, his daughter or his granddaughter? I think that was his daughter. Because mm, sometimes the daughter they too. say his daughter, and then I came across something that referred to her as the granddaughter. But I thought I daughter... She had quite the accent. <laughs> she had quite the... Um, how do you say it? Face. <laughs> I thought she was cute. Did you? Good. She <laughs> had a very large mouth. But she won't have sleep apnea or didn't when she grew up. So Elizabeth had to run to the creek to get fresh water. Oh, there was a creek. Hmm. Um, 
man going to stay to protect the women and children? Oh, he was the man who was supposed to stay and protect all the settlers. But he was really the- only there because the men didn't want him on the the cattle drive because he was useless. He didn't do annoying. any work. Oh, so annoying. Um, and so he, he uh, looking after the women and children, keeps a man busy. He only comes at dinner time, and he eats all their food. Yeah. Uh, but but um, Alice is, Arliss is hungry, and he wants food. And Mom keeps saying, not now, not now, because she knows what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But does Arliss read the room? No. no. He wants his food now. Here's and a hot so- take. Arliss's genes should be removed from the gene pool. That's that's just a hot take. I was very disappointed when I saw that there was that Arliss book. I had to read the synopsis because I'm like, oh, oh. So I say I see that he survived. Great. That's too bad. Okay. Well, Elizabeth is about Travis's age, and she is smitten. And um, they send Elizabeth and Travis to go pick out roasted corn, and because raccoons have been in the cornfield. But as they are doing that, Elizabeth says, I got to tell you something, Travis. Old Yeller, your dog, he's been stealing eggs and cornbread. Now, I ain't going to tell, but my dog's going to have pups. And um, that was, that okay. And then we're back at the man. And Old old Yeller's the dad. Yeah. He was like, I'm not going to tell because my pup, my dog's going to have puppies and Old Yeller's the dad. Yeah, that was the whole reason she didn't, she, and she uh, just, the whole point of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. We, I didn't know we had baby, baby daddy trauma. Yeah, yeah, baby. And the, yeah. and the, her dog was, what kind of dog was her dog? It was promiscuous. Per, but like little and some kind of mutt. Yeah. She was going to be sorry. Okay, so then they leave. Elizabeth and the, the old man leave. And Travis tells Ma about Old Yeller stealing. So they pin him up overnight. Well, no, they, I didn't think they pinned him up. I thought that he went out with the raccoons. He was like, I'm going to put him to work. And so he took oh, Old yeah, Yeller and with they him. went and slept outside. Yeah. So the mom probably says, maybe we should pet him overnight. And Travis says, no, I got a better idea. We're going to sleep in the cornfield and keep the raccoons away. Yeah. yeah. They fall asleep. That was a bunch of raccoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the coons start fighting and Yeller runs him off. Okay. Next day. Old Rose. That's the cow. Thank you. Old Rose Rose didn't come home last night. So she's probably had her calf somewhere. So Travis and Old Yeller got to go looking and find Rose and the calf. Well, Rose is looking, making sure that nobody gets close to her calf. But Old Yeller saves the day a freaking again. Well, I didn't realize cows had such protection over their babies till this movie so i learned something well maybe back when they were in in nature maybe maybe cows of the 1800s did yeah when, yeah. They, when they were regular cows <laughs> and they weren't just <laughs> now like... they're chemically engineered cows <laughs> right or whatever or or the calf isn't ripped away to make my veal Parmesan. Parmesan. okay 
Um, they bring them both to the homestead. And there's a whole situation between Rose and Yeller. And Travis, the boy, goes and milks Rose because old Yeller is the cow whisperer and settles Rose down, right? Yeah, because Rose is yeah. tied up in, and Travis can't get to her to milk her. And so then um, old Yeller comes over and just side-eyes her. Yeah. Side-eyes so the cow stops. and she just stops. She, she did you not the, see what I just did with a bear? Yeah, like, uh, about it, five it minutes basically. Ago? However, and and the movie, the, uh, I'll save that. Well, old Yeller does the my dad number. He just looks at the cow. <laughs> the cow just stops. I've never seen such a dog, says Mama. Well, now Chuck Connors arrives, and. He's looking for his stray dog. Travis called Yeller. But Mama, Arliss is riding old Yeller out in the field. Oh. Which, like, who will just ever, like, everyone wants a dog they can ride like that. Yeah, I tried. Same. I mean, <laughs> I still try, so... <laughs> Well, Tommy could hold you. Uh, and so Chuck Connors reads the room and he says, you know what? I can I can loan him out to you while your man until your man comes home. And she goes, you know what? You got to take him now because we're already attached and we'll only get more attached. So if you want your dog, you got to take him now. And everybody's sad and Arliss is throwing rocks. And Arliss is saying, I'll bust him with another rock if he takes my dog. Well, Alice and the rifleman have a talk. And the rifleman swaps old Yeller for that horny toad. I thought you were going to say for the Sweet. mom. <laughs> and you can keep fighting your dog, son. Not that horny toad. <laughs> oh, please. Where my mind just went. Feed me one big one big woman cooked meal and I'll be happy. One big woman cooked meal? Yeah, wink, wink. wink. One big woman. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, and now Chuck Connors is talking about the plague, the hydrophobic, Dead. which we all know as rabies. Rabies. And um, when when an animal doesn't doesn't run, you got to shoot it, and you got to shoot it quick, and you got to watch out for hogs too. I'm just telling you, this this is this is no joke. This is this is the news, lady. I'm bringing you news of the prairie. But he wasn't telling the mom. He told, only told Travis. He was like, "I don't want to scare your mom." Well, because Travis was the man of the house. Yeah, at eleven. <laughs> okay. Chuck Connors is out. Now we see a bunch of hogs. I get uh, Travis was supposed to go in, and get a hog. So Travis thought he was going to go and get up in a tree. And he had a lasso. And he was going to lasso a piglet and pull it up to him. And then he didn't have to get in the middle of all those hogs to try to get a hog. Which sounds, that sounds actually quite reasonable. 
Except the first time you see him throw a rope, he throws it the way I would have. Well, yeah. Um, but finally he does get one, and... But he does... Uh, this is one of those prairie things that I don't get, because he gets the hog, and then I guess he marks. He does, like, a fold, and so then that's his mark. And so then is, is this just, like, the prayer? Like, you know how, like, they would brand the cattles and so like oh that's my cattle but they could just right. roam is that what he did with the feral hog so then evidently because he says now hog? you got the coat's mark yeah but uh, i don't get I, it i don't know either but what happens next i do know travis falls into all the pigs mm-hmm. and they attack it well once again old yeller has to come in and save the day at this point i was like i've I was like, oh, this motherfucker, jeez, I yeah. just, now I have to go into here, why, unbelievable, this is the yeah. wrong family, I should have gone with that girl. And hadn't they, didn't they still have venison left? Why did he have to go kill a pig? Well, oh, okay. be, I guess because the pigs were around and also, like, the ven, like, you you had to continue to, to get food, because... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You couldn't get it Instagrammed. Instacarded. <laughs> Instagrammed. <laughs> okay. She's starting to get sloshed, people. Okay, so Travis is bleeding. The pigs run away, but we don't see old Yeller because he can't get up and run because he is cut to pieces. Pigs mm. are nasty. They yeah, are those so are bad nasty. pigs. He's So Travis puts him in a rock cave scooches him in so the hogs don't get to him and old yeller's whimpering oh it's so sad well travis goes home ma dresses his wound gotta go get old yeller i promised old yeller and i'm going ma wants him to stay but he goes you won't find him and well yeah you could have because you could have followed the buzzards (laughs) all the blood my trail of blood Okay, so then Ma, of course, sends Arliss to get a lizard so he doesn't see how bad old Yeller is. Hair out of mule's tail. Yeah, because that's the suture. So so she just traveled with a needle because she had a freaking needle. Yeah, but she knew that. Yeah, because she knew that they were going to fix him up. She did, though, because I thought the same thing. I'm like, she has a needle. But then I'm like, yeah, she would have a needle because yeah, she probably stuck it in her apron. She had she had a whole thing of needles because that's she had to do everything. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, she would have the needle. And she I wrote, would, she just happens to have a needle. Yeah, and she would know, like, get the mule hair, I'm going to suture. And old Yeller is letting her sew him up. Well, she, he also kind of breaks character and starts um, licking everyone. And I'm like, well, the other, would you really, Spike, would you really be able to turn that direction and hmm. lick their faces? Ah, but it's he- adorable. And so another uh, quotable, he's a sicker engine than me. That was Arliss. Because they were oh. playing when Arliss, Arliss comes back with the lizard. Then the mom's like, we're playing a game. We're playing sick Indian. And <laughs> this boy needs to grow up. I mean, he's he's only got a few years before he's 11. He got to take over. I think the mom 
mom is like betting like he's not gonna live to grow up so (laughs) (laughs) okay well they they fixed a contraption i forget what that's called we studied it when we studied um the first americans because this is how the prairie uh uh, first americans would travel with their teepees and such it's uh, like um, a sled yeah pretty much uh uh a sled that carries, um, okay, at this point, Yeller home. Yeah, or injured. You've seen, like, in Civil War reenactments and stuff, loading up all the yeah. injured Yeah, casualties. they have a name for it. Darn it. I don't remember it. Okay, I wrote here in capital letters, spank all this. Just spank it. <laughs> spank you. Well, Mr. Eat All the Food arrives. Mr. Eat All the uh, Food. And, and he has things. a puppy. It was a cute puppy. It was a cute puppy. And he goes, oh, I see. Uh, you got to put prickly pear root on that boy's wounds uh, so that he doesn't get the sickness. And Travis is laid up in bed, and Elizabeth brought him a puppy. And he is just a dick about it. He was so rude to he her. Was he was such a dick about it. And the puppy looks just like, thankfully, the father. Exactly. Some little pups do. And uh, Elizabeth cries. And so she says, I'll give him to Alice. He'll like him. And she throws the puppy at Alice. And it's been an hour. And we all know, like, Elizabeth and Travis are getting married because he doesn't have a lot of options. And he's probably got to get married next fall when he's 12. Probably. I hope her birth canal is as big as her mouth is. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's a little girl. <laughs> POC count. None. Zipola. Nerd alerts. Oh, I have nerd alerts. <laughs> All right. So 1957, Humphrey Bogart died. We, we did 1957 because this was the year Throne of Blood was released. Ah. Oh. There was the 1957-1958 H2N2 flu pandemic. Remember the boy in the box murder? No. The boy was in the, outside of Philadelphia. He was a murdered boy, was found in a box, and they never figured out who murdered the boy or who the boy in the box was. How do you? It was 57. How do you know about this? Because I told it to you in the podcast, probably for Throne of Blood or another film that was released in 1957. I would have remembered that for Throne of Blood. Thank you. No, but Teeny, you were on it for Boy in the Box because that's why I, I said Boy in the Box. Okay. It was a murderino thing. Look up Boy in the Box. Okay. Uh-huh. American. <laughs> remember American Bandstand went yes. national to ABC? Jack Kerouac's On the Road book started selling in the United States. Perry, I was five years old. Perry Mason premiered. I wouldn't know how to watch it. The Three Faces of Eve came out. Damn, we did that. Mm-hmm. West Side Story debuted on Broadway. Mm. You were going to sing and you couldn't, you, saw me. you couldn't figure out what song it was. <laughs> so your eyebrows just went up and your shoulders went up. All right, Jailhouse Rock opens. 
Okay. Okay. All right. Elvis, I wasn't into Elvis. And the bridge over the river Kwai was released. Okay. Uh, Christine, I have had, any nerd alerts? I have more nerd alerts. I am so sorry. She's she's flipping her page. Spike was a rescue pup from a shelter in Van Nuys, California by Frank Weathermax and his brother Rudd Weatherwax. And they Rudd Weatherwax was the trainer for the original Lassie. And they also trained the 1960s Mets mascot. There was a beagle named Homer. Oh, he was a good dog. Tra- I hope he was nice to them. You know, because I'll bet he wasn't. He's a nice guy. Yeah, in 57. Well, I think the dogs were treated nicely. I don't know about the other animals. Yeah. Okay. Those were my nerd alerts. Okay. Christine? No, I have a bunch of tasty tidbits. Nice. Excellent. I've got none. Excellent. Oh, I've got a ton. Yeah, because her paper was so wet she couldn't write on it. Okay, reheatables. Negatives, please. Uh, well, at first I said, how long was dad gone? But now I, apparently it was two to three months. But that seemed like forever. Yes. And when you heard he said he was leaving, I was like, I hope he got on like a week or something. Because that but, was one of those cattle things. It was Texas. Yeah. So they had to drive the cattle all the places. The little girl's bangs were oh, so I, bad. I couldn't focus. I was only looking at her mouth. Um, the dress he bought home for her, the big, oh God, terrible. Um, Confederate money. And then shooting dogs versus like lethal injection for putting them down. I just had that as a bad reheatable overall. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well what she said and okay uh, really i mean yes travis is in bed with the rabies but he could have been a little nicer to the little girl who's trying to help it he didn't have yeah. the rabies he was just jacked up well he would have yeah. gotten the rabies if they didn't put the prickly pear root on him why didn't they put the prickly pear root on Oh, the other. Oh, the other didn't get the rabies from the hog, and neither did Travis. I don't think they thought they it was the rabies. I think they just thought that he was sick, like he was going to get infected. It, yeah, and it could be because that his cut, Travis's cuts went down to the bone because they were like, "Oh, I could see the bone." So he had yeah. really deep cuts. The yeah. thing was is that because Travis says to the mom, like those hogs, they were just regular hogs. They weren't mean. They didn't have. So like oh. they don't have the rabies. So then at that point, it's just like, all right, you have to keep it from getting infected, which it's in the prairie time. There is, I didn't see a lot of soap and water. So yeah, trying to keep it in, uninfected is, uh, that was what so, their main goal was. Do so, but. Oh, Yeller did have rabies, right? But he got the rabies yeah. from the wolf that attacked yeah. the... When, remember, because the cow got ra- Rose got rabies. So they had to shoot her. And oh, then they yeah. had to burn okay. her because she had rabies. And then when That's right. Lisbeth and the mom were out when they were burning Rose, the cow, and that's when the wolf came out and jumped them. And she yelled, 
Like, Travis, get your gun. Because fire is supposed to keep animals away. And because the wolf jumped at him, they're like that. He has rabies. And it was was daytime, too. No, it was the middle of the night, but it was still the fire. Okay, never mind. And then that's Um, when they, you know, it got old yeller and... I, my, uh, a negative is come on, spank that little boy. Come on. I mean, give him some structure. Okay. Well, maybe she was just like, he's a little person. We can't go beating him. But if they hadn't kept the tight rein on Travis, he wouldn't have been able to be the man of the house. Okay. Papa comes home after all the shit hits the fan. I know all about that. (laughs) Oh, my daddy's home. <laughs> um, and then Papa brings home a, a Native American headdress for Alice. Yeah, because that, that was like, I mean, I'm I'm old enough where I could like that wouldn't have been out of place in the early 80s. To bring back to a kid. Like, it's what I was saying like, in 2020 where we're like, oh, that's a tough look. Because that looks fake. That does not even look legitimate. And if it is, it's cultural appropriation. But I am of an age where you're like, oh, that looks, that's so cool. Um, I felt like Elizabeth looked like she might have been kin to the Olsen girls. The Olsen twins, Mary Kate Nashley. Oh, you're I did not take oh, in Elizabeth right? that much, but okay. Okay, and their uh, their water supply. I mean, they they just let the dog and the kid play in their drinking water. Okay, those were my negatives, Aaron. All right, I'm surprised that you didn't mention this, but I'm gonna mention it, and I don't know. I mentioned it because. The film came out in 1957. It's a Disney film. And I'm like, is this, was this a conscious decision because these are prairie people? Or is this just how it was? And that is The Mother's Teeth. I didn't even notice. I was like, oh. There. I was all over Elizabeth, but I didn't notice. I don't them. know. I, I, just, I, just, I just noticed them. I was like, they're they're really not white. Real, real kind of real, real yellow. And I'm like, is this the 50s? And that's how just how the teeth were, or is it like they're in the 50s, but they're like, we need to dirty up your teeth because you're on the prairie. Well, that's a possibility. But I don't, I don't know. You no, know, neither. And I was just like, oh, I, I, but I got, I got so obsessed with it. I guess it was how you were obsessed with the little big girl's mouth. And yeah, to me, it was the mom's teeth. I was just like, oh man. Mm. Okay. Uh, how were these animals treated? The bear. I I was wondering, but I didn't see anything about it. Yeah, and the cow. The cow did a, like, that stutter and how it had the rabies. I was like, was this thing? I bet they injected it with something. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then at one point, like when, and then when the cow was, when old Yeller had to get the cow, I think somebody just threw the dog. Yeah. On the cow, and then the cow, like, uh, yeah, it was real tough. I was like, oh. were no animals harmed in the making of this film? Right. Uh, um. Oh yeah, and then when he's eleven, how he was like the man at the house. There was a lot of things of like, well, you're the man now, and you're the man. And can you imagine your brother at eleven being the, the man, man of the house? <laughs> you're the man. You're the man now, dog. Um. Yeah. Then all of the t- the talk of engines, like it wasn't yeah. even Indians. It was engines. It was always and how engines, it was always yeah. like, oh, you didn't get scalped yet, and it's kind of yeah. like, well, I mean, it is their land, and. Trees have been broken. So, yeah. So those are, and then you know, I mean, honestly, for me, this whole film is a bad reheatable. But (laughs) (laughs) okay. Well, it was fun to see old Yeller just just jump in there and save the day all the time. Yes, he saved the day as as many times as he possibly could. Yeah, he did all he could to save that and family. And more. Mm-hmm. And he would have looked at that dress that Pa brought Ma and gone, not yes. enough, dude, not enough. Okay, positive reheatables. Uh, the intro song and outro song. <laughs> Both great tunes. Best doggone dog in the West. Um. Tr- Oh, well, you know, Travis, I had him as my LVP in the first five minutes of the movie, but now I changed my mind. And uh, But I said that Travis is like the dad who doesn't want a dog, and then the family gets a dog and the dad loves it. A.K.A. Travis is like Ma. That's, 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 that's Ma. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, this uh, was when I still thought his name was August, sharing his cereal with the puppy or whatever the hell he was eating that was cute um and then oh when the puppy stole the meat in the end and it was just like he had a little bit of old yeller in <gasps> yes i mean you can't be too mad there was a puppy yeah. at the end yeah but okay she's crying okay my positive reheatable was the woman doing everything oh yeah yeah she's a strong woman Everything that needs to be done. The puppy. I mean, he was adorbs. And old Yeller. Come on. He was so cute. He was. Oh Aaron, can you do your positive readables? <laughs> oh man, can I can I read them? Ah. <laughs> uh. Oh, people, we have torn her up this week. Ah. What, these are the good ones? I don't think I had any. (laughs) You probably didn't. You were boycotting it this time. I think I just found more negative reheatables. Like when the mom told Arliss not to pick up the snake. And it's like, oh, it's nothing. But it's like this time. And then all the endearing things to make you just love this freaking dog so much. And you know how it's going to (laughs) end. You know how it's gonna end. And this is this is Disney. This is so. This is what he does. 
It's what Disney does. Just, exactly. just what he does, and you know it. Damn Disney. Okay. Quotables. Oh boy. Um, when he, the Travis said to Alice, Alice, in the very beginning, <laughs> don't you, don't you ever run out of questions? And that just made me think of everybody who's home with a kid now. Yes. yes. That's made me think of my brother. Yeah. I know. Why? I kind of, that's how I imagine him as a child. Oh my um, God. Cash money's all we need to get a telltale shot at the world. Yeah. Um, I just loved how much Alice was Arliss. Now I can't stop calling him Alice. Alice? It's <laughs> fun. But I could not, for the life of me, make out what he was saying or figure out how to turn closed captioning on. But when he kept saying, you'll hit my, you hit my dog and I'll something. And he grabbed a shovel or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he said, he's my dog. Ain't nobody going to hurt him. That's right. And when he said, he he ain't an ugly yellow dog. He's a pretty yellow dog. Pretty yellow dog. <laughs> um. Try it again, sister. An old yeller will bust you right open. <laughs> I don't know who's talking to there. Oh, the cow. Um, when Arla said to Travis, why'd you shoot Rosemary? And he said she was sick. And he said, well, you were sick. How come we didn't shoot you? <laughs> trying to explain to him money and he was like when you have money you give it to people for stuff they say you can get anything for money you're not wrong um <laughs> and then i thought i made it through without crying the whole thing and then in the end but wait when he's burying old yeller and the girl's like i mean you have a puppy now like and Travis just said he may be part old yeller, but he ain't old yeller. Oh my God, I'm gonna cry now. Oh, I just oh started thinking God. of Chan. Um, of course you did. And then when the dad came over and talked to him, and he was like, "Well, now and then, for no good reason, a man can figure out life will just haul off and knock him flat. You can't afford to waste the good part fretting about the bad." Mm. There were a lot of good quotables. There were. There were. Um, I did a few when we were when I was doing the recap, but Travis, bring your gun. That was da da da. It was lucky for us, son, but not for old Yeller. And he was my dog. I'll do it. <gasps> oh my god. Uh. Aaron, can you talk? Nope. <laughs> okay. Do you have any quotables that we haven't already <laughs> Nope. It's not nice to laugh at someone in nope. so much pain. Nope. Okay. Uh, least valuable uh, player, least valuable thing that happened. I mean, I shooting old yeller, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, my LVP is the gun that shot Yeller. Yeah. Well, that's not my MVP because, like, he he kind of had to. 
He did. It was the kindest thing. And it and it was it was the kindest thing, but also like Arliss was being a dick and not listening. Right. Right. Because Arliss was like, no, he's my dog, I'm gonna let him out. And, and that's why he's like, No, I have to. Like my yeah. least valuable player is honorable mention Arliss. Yeah. <laughs> Little shit. <laughs> Big honorable mention. And then uh, Bud Cersei, who just comes by and eats all the food. Yeah. And then leaves the girl. It's like, well, I, we have a lot to do. All right, here, here's a girl to help you. Yeah. I mean, not that there's anything a, wrong with that. Yeah, but she's yeah. 11 and he's a grown man. And, and right. his job, he was left behind to help out all the families who the men had to go off to make money. And it's like, hey, can you help them with you know, different things that they're going to need help with because it's used there. You know, we all, we have two adults on all of these different farming settlements and stuff. And now we just have one adult. So can you go around and help with all of the stuff where you need two people? Like the heavy loading. Yeah. Like fall, you know, felling trees and redoing fences and maybe killing the cow instead of making the 11 year old do it. Yeah, but he, okay. and he's just there for, you know, just to uh, eat. Which then, another honorable mention for Biggest Loser would be all of the men who they didn't want to be on the cattle thing. So they're like, well, let him just stay behind. Right. And he's like, he's... But the women folk deal with yeah. the annoying dude who's yeah. going to eat all the food. Exactly. But he was probably... But all of the men were probably pretty confident that, like, you know... Th- their wives weren't going to leave them for him. So he's yeah, like, true. he's a safe We were going to have an Alexander Hamilton situation. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. MVP Teeny. Well, you guys are really going to hate me. Um, the clear, I mean, the clear choice is Spike. Because he of was course. such a great actor. Uh, he was such a great actor. But... Alice was my MVP. I love that little kid. I've been biting my tongue, but no longer. I love okay. him. Go for I it. Could not, but like, he was so loyal to that dog. He was indeed. Like, he loved that dog, and he was not going to let anybody hurt that dog. That's true. I and mean, you guys can hate on him all you want, but he's my MVP of the movie. He and Spike together as team well he i understand that but he personally lost his mvp status to me when he had a snake in his pocket and made his mom (laughs) put his hand in to grab the snake i was just like he had been my kid i would be like oh oh we're in a settlement type situation out here on the prairie no one is gonna know if you go missing son I'll just say you got the, the flu or something and died. I'm taking yeah, you out myself. Yeah. Fell in a uh, vat of pigs. Yeah, what happened to Alice? Oh, Alice got an infection. Alice. Alice is a little pain in my ass. Well, I'm glad that you went with your own flow, Teeny. Mm-hmm. My personal MVP, well, I have a runner-up. Okay. The puppy. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But my MVP is the hope. The hope that comes from life renewed. The oh. Puppy is, the puppy is 
Uh, old yellow. The circle of life. Karen is pouring her second drink now. Yeah. Look what you all made me do. That was my MVP. My honorable Ooh. mention is the bomb because she had to do everything. Oh, props to the mom. Everybody yeah. drink to the mom. Uh, the, mom. the dad comes back and they're like, oh, they're burying the dog. And he's like, what dog? And she's like, did you bring me any liquor? <laughs> <laughs> that would be your mom. Forget the calico dress. <laughs> like, what? You got any ayahuasca or what? How Hendrix did you bring back? <laughs> like, Jesus, the things that you missed. You know what? I'm going on the next cattle drive. <laughs> <laughs> You're staying home with these children. But the real MVP was Spike. Yeah. Yeah, he was such a good dog. He was so good. Ah. Okay. <sighs> For the first time in Gone with the Bushes history, I do not have a recasting. Unbelievable. I know. And I apologize. And I could give excuses, but I'm just going to move on and let Christine take it. Uh, well, uh, by recasting, <laughs> I don't know. You know, these aren't going to be actors that you've ever heard. Oh, you guys have, but these listeners, maybe not. Um, so we'll start with Old Yeller. I recast as Tommy. Um, I thought, <laughs> I thought he so would have been a very oh good God. Old Yeller. Like Chandler, not so much. He could never have done half that shit. He would have been way too scared. No, yeah. but like, he would have been such a good, he was such a good family dog. Yeah. But like, yeah. they needed not a family dog. And Tommy yeah. would have taken a bear down. He would take a pack of wild pigs down. Yeah, he would. You're right. Ara Aulis, <laughs> I recasted as myself. <laughs> so that, that's that. Um, now I know how you guys think about me. <laughs> no. Well, if, if you if you put a snake in your pocket, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Travis, I recast as Adam because, yeah. you know, he didn't really want the dog at first, which, like, him and Chandler had a rocky start, you know? <laughs> and then it ended well. So they they formed a good bond. So that's my recast. That's the extent of my recasting. I love it because if we look at Adam as his 30... Uh, I'm, I'm trying to kill backwards. 35-year-old <laughs> um, self. Yes, he could be Travis. No, he could have he taken up the mantle of everything that needed to be he done. He was a little bit artless in his, as a kid. Because it's the second child, oldest child syndrome thing going on. But if push came to shove, he would have been there. And yeah, the whole how he came around to Chandler and loved him as much as we did. Yeah. Yes. Well done. Well done. You two I are the least mocked. valuable people for bringing up Chandler before I have to do my recasting. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh my gosh. Oh. Wow, guys. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. Suck it up, Buttercup. Ah. <laughs> you had more gin. 
Ah, gin solves everything. All right. My recasting, I went with the cast of a criminally underappreciated television series that left us before its time. Ooh. So, a gold yellow, you can keep it as Spike. That's fine. I recasted with the cast of Fox's The Mick. Yes! So I have the dad as Scott MacArthur. Yes! The mom as Caitlin Olsen. Yes! Travis as Thomas Barbacuska. Yes! I butchered your name, sorry. And Arliss as Jack Stanton. That's a good one. Yep. Well done. I I just couldn't even figure out young actors, and you know I like to do a you know a, an African American cast, and so we have the people from Blackish. I think people. that they did that because I think that like Cicely Tyson was in Old Yeller. No, she was in Sounder, wasn't she? Oh, great. Sounder, which is the Black People's Old Yeller, right? Probably. Never heard of it. Aaron, Aaron wouldn't let me do it for Black History Month. That, that's right. I did it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. We are to Tasty Nuggets. Well, go, Christine. Are you ready? Sorry if I repeat anything that's already been said, but Old Yeller was played by a lab and Mastiff mix named Spike, who was found at a local shelter. Which I loved. I didn't realize that. I didn't either. Also, in Van Nuys. Tommy has both Lab and Mastiff in him. Mm -hmm. Yes, he does. Um, He almost didn't get the part because everyone thought he was too much of a sweetheart. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's a Lab, a sweetheart. And then you talked about the dog trainer, blah, blah, blah. But they only paid $3 to bring him home. That was a great deal. Wow. What a deal. What a steal. And he was like living life as a family dog. And they couldn't really figure out how he was going to work in his show business. But one day Frank's wife, Connie, was reading the Saturday Evening Post and she came across the old yeller story. And the description of the dog reminded her of Spike. And then when they announced the screenplay, Frank called for an audition. And that's when they were like, he's too sweet. Um, so then Frank had to teach him how to snarl and growl and then like revert right back to his normal self. Aww. Um, I love that Spike appeared in other movies and the Mickey Mouse Club. We talked about that. But he also had offspring that did well in showbiz. Oh. His son was in was the dog in Island of the Blue Dolphins. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> because that didn't end well. His grandson appears as Steve McQueen and Robert Preston in Junior Bonner in 1972. Excellent. Um, which I just have to say, I've never heard of either of those things, but I thought it was cute. Island of the Blue Dolphins? Aaron. Oh, my just God. Just because a dog dies in the movie or book doesn't mean that it really <laughs> dies. No, but I went to the Blue Dolphins. That... Oh, my God. When I was <laughs> reading that, that to Erin, I no. think she... 
I, I think you were in fifth grade, fourth grade. You were in fourth grade. And I got to the point where Rondo the dog, it's obvious, isn't going to make it. <laughs> She's in her bed going, just don't read it. <laughs> well, that I don't want to hear it. That was, after, that was after the brother whole thing. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It's a saddest oh. story. Yeah. So we we can't uh, do that movie either. I I'll give it a few months before she forgets. Um, the scene where the wolf and where he's fighting the wolf and he gets rabies. Um, the wolf was actually a German shepherd. Mm-hmm. And during the fights, the dogs were always muzzled so that they didn't get hurt. And then when I was watching it, I was like, I think you could see some muzzling. Like, oh, you can see wow. Yeah. Um, wow. Old Yeller's growling sounds can also be heard in Lady and the Tramp. They were used to sounds and oh. recycled them for that movie. Huh. Well, that's good. And then a lot of people say that seeing Old Yeller die was the most traumatic experience of their childhood. It's pretty traumatic for an almost 40-year-old <laughs> that I know right now. <laughs> and I just hope that your relationship with your sister-in-law can be mended. That's all I have. No, it's, it doesn't have. It's fine. It's just. It doesn't have that. <laughs> just, it just remember you, you. You just remember all the great dogs, and you're just like, <laughs> just all yes. the great dogs in your life. You know. You just and you know them. what? There are children who grow up without a single great dog in their life. And, and that's, that's a terrible childhood. Yeah, yeah, that's too bad. Exactly. I mean, honestly, though, <laughs> I was, before we even got our family dog, I was already crying at his death. So <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> Who I brought in the world. You're welcome. I was yeah. already like, I don't have this ends. <laughs> <laughs> Scattering ashes around the fence line. Oh, my God. Yeah, before we even had it, we decided on the name, and then they're like, why are you crying? I'm like, because I know how it's going to end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I cried about, I probably like four years ago I, was when I started, some nights I would just sleep on the floor with Chandler and cry because I knew he was going to die someday. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you don't know how you're going to go on without him. Yeah. And we don't have to do that with Matt because we know he's never going to die, but... <laughs> That's like cockroaches. Nothing's gonna get. Oh man, when that happens, that's not gonna be. Oh wow. Okay. My tasty nuggets were: this was filmed in California, not Texas. Yep. And the wolf was a German Shepherd, which, of course, I think of as Tommy's ears. Can I ask you about Texas? Yes. Is that the West? It is considered the Wild West, yes. But it was oh, also part wild, of the Wild West. But it was also part of the Confederacy. It was, as well as Kansas. Kansas had slaves. I didn't realize that until well, that I was, was just part of the Missouri it. Compromise in bloody Kansas. It's history. Eric <laughs> can tell you everything about history. <laughs> You know what, Erin? You should be on Drunk History. <laughs> you should be. Because I, right I'm now we're having good. a touch of Drunk History. <laughs> yeah. That would be good. I can explain, like, what all of the unrest. 
I'd be like, yes. well, I just saw Grant. I saw Grant and my public education was in Northern Virginia. Pull up a chair, people. I was taught that the civil rights was that the civil war was over states' rights. Yeah, the lost cause. I got bamboozled. Yeah, not so much. Yeah, like Lee Jackson and Martin Luther King Day all wrapped up into one. Yeah. Only Virginia could Jeff- think of that. Robert E. Lee was named on everything. Jefferson Davis Highway. Oh, yeah. Still. Still. Yeah. 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 Still. still to, to this day. So. Well, Lee High School is going to lose their name Lee. Really? Yeah, they are. Really? Um, been renamed. So we're starting to bring some progress. Robert E. Lee High School in Springfield, Virginia is going to be renamed. Wow. Well, uh, I mean, it's it's supposed to be, but we'll see if that ever comes to that, fruition. I mean, yeah, yeah. Jeb Stewart, Robert E. Lee, Jefferson Davis. I'm 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 watching this Grant documentary, going like, I know all these uh, Longstreet. I know all of these Confederate generals. Yeah. The the side that lost. Meanwhile, I'm just finding out about all the great things Ulysses S. Grant did. What the fuck? I know, because Alexander Hamilton, Ulysses S. Grant. He, that his, needs to be his, the next one. His S was made up. West Point gave it to him. They, because he they, didn't have a middle name. He It was H. They just read S, and they're like, well, if you're at West Point here, you're That's Ulysses S. Grant. That's because of that cursive. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking a great question for who wants to be a millionaire is the cursive. Which of these, what is this letter? And you could put, you could put uppercase T, uppercase F, uppercase L, uppercase something else. No. And nobody's going to know. What about uppercase Q? Uppercase Q. Exactly. For dyslexic people, that's an uppercase L. Really? What, yeah. what was the one where it went like it was? It looked like an uppercase Y, but it wasn't. A Z. Oh, Z is just ridiculous. Yeah, Z is ridiculous. I think it's like Z. on steroids. Yeah, but uppercase F. Well, uppercase F is like that with the. It's like a T with a seven line through it. With the umlaut almost. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> That's not an yeah. umlaut, but yeah. <laughs> oh yes, the umlaut. <laughs> Oh, so I'm sorry. The... <laughs> Back to Texas. Or oh, yeah, the Texas, Texas question. Well, you you went up to get more wine, so we were filling time. Can you reel us in? We went off the rails. You were on your tasty nuggets. Uh, that was all I had. Oh. oh, but Erin didn't do her tasty nuggets. I only have that it was... Uh... Shot in California. That was my tasty nuggets. I was like, yeah. I can't continue. Oh my God. On this. Look at how many tasty nuggets I have. See, that's why we need yeah. each other. Oh, did you draw a dog? That's that's a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm not laughing at it. <laughs> I could tell yeah. it was a mammal. <laughs> What's her name, Rose? Rose. Rose. Okay, so we are to to Aaron's um, revenge. (laughs) 
Montezuma's revenge. Oh, I had so many thoughts going through my head. Is this the week we do Fellini? <gasps> I wondered. But then after all of this, and just after the week in general, I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, it's been a hell of a week. Let's, let's, let's go to comfort. Let's go to something Please. that we like. But that's something that I've been wanting to do. And then I had to go through and I'm like, have we done it before? I don't know if we have. Have we only talked yeah. about it? Was it something that like only I went through a rabbit hole with? And nobody else has gone through. That's very possible. That happens frequently. It does. So I'm like, all right. Been a lot in the 50s and 60s. Let's take it back to 1925. Oh, my God. It's a silent picture. Starring my favorite silent film comedian. Buster Keaton. Buster Keaton in his film Seven Chances. Seven Chances. With a running time of and keep this in mind because I will bring it up again. I will hold it over everyone's heads. The running time of this film is 56 minutes. <gasps> oh my god! And we can get it on iTunes? Yep, I checked. And the reason that I picked this is because it has a sequence in it that I think I realized when I didn't recognize any Buster Keaton stuff. That I was like, oh, yeah, you went through this Buster Keaton thing yourself. And the whole reason that I went back into Buster Keaton was because I think my dad sent me a clip of a famous scene that happens in this film. And it's very long. And it is just why Buster Keaton is my favorite physical, maybe my favorite physical comedian of all time. I love how he just had his stone face and the physical gags and stuff that he did. Specifically, there's a, a whole long running gag in this. Seven chances. I'll read what it's about to wet, wet your whistle. Oh, no, that's Sounder. God, get there it was off. just <laughs> recently <laughs> something on hmm, hmm, about Buster Keaton and how he eventually ended up in a, a mental health facility, which at the time was not, I mean, it was really bad because of his alcoholism and severe depression. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll get into it next week, but Buster Keaton was a child of vaudeville performers and he got his his parents he would get tossed around and not and like not break a face. Always keep that stone face. And so he Oh, like, you know how, like, Jackie Chan is known for doing all of his own stunts, but Jackie Chan has, like, a great affable personality? Like, Buster Keaton has this stone face and just go was doing all that stuff that Jackie Chan was, but, like, in 1925. So there wasn't nets. There wasn't safety stuff. Right. He's just doing all of this crazy physical comedy because of his sheer athleticism and commitment to comedy and... You know, you have your Harold Lloyds, you have your Harold Lloyd, you have your Charlie Chapman, Chaplin, but 
Buster Keaton, I always loved him because of how physical and how he always had that stone face. He reminded me of myself with just the stone face of anything that happens. That's how it happens. So, Seven Chances, Buster Keaton plays Jimmy Shannon. He is the junior partner in a brokerage firm. And he will inherit $7 million if he is married by 7 p.m. on his 27th birthday, which happens to be that same day. Wow. And that's what the film Seven Chances is about. Excellent. Oh. Is Clara Bow in it? Um, she was, I, I just know that she's been in the <laughs> lately. In the Facebook? Maybe. Is it that or was it on You Must Remember This? No, it's Buster Keaton, T. Roy Barnes, Snitz Edwards, Ruth Dwyer, Jean Arthur. Jean oh. Arthur, I remember She's that She's uncredited, name. yeah. Okay. So, that's what I decided to do because I I think just, it's Timmy's first silent film with us. Yeah. I, I mean, Buster Keaton is... I hope that you all enjoy it because I think it's... He also directed the film. And there was... My big debate was which Buster Keaton film to do. But this has, like, one of my favorite just funny sight gags. And for 1925, like, one of the most epic things ever done. And yes. so I'm like, you know what? All right. Y'all y'all made me cry and not be able We're to say anything. Comedy. I'm going straight comedy. That's right. That's right. Okay, excellent. Well, thank you. So next week is Seven Chances, Buster Keaton, 56 minutes. Who can't give us that much That's time? right. So when yeah. I bust out with some four-hour epic later, I was saying it when I was like, Dr. Shivago. Then I'll be like, remember that 50, remember that hour from that I cut you? I'm taking it back. I'm reclaiming my time. I really want to do Dr. Shivago sometime. I, I know. It, it's epic. It is a book. Okay. Okay, listeners. We hope you enjoyed as much as you can. Old Yeller. Hope you got your... You know, every once in a while, it's good to, to get a cry on and just get it out. Because then you realize you're crying about other things, too. <laughs> well, yeah. Then that, then that happens. <sighs> but uh, quarantine is starting to be lightly lifted, so... But, but for... But... <laughs> Nothing has changed. So good luck Nothing with that, everyone. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to have a huge influx of uh, COVID-19. But until then, hope you enjoy our podcast. And, you know, if you want to go out and uh, fight the power, also go ahead and do that. Because I'm personally sick of just people being killed by the police. So, yeah. Well, yeah. It's the police or the COVID you you choose. Um, One of those. Christine and I kind of don't have to choose. Like, it's going to be COVID or nothing for us. Uh, but, you know, today. your daughter and husband. Yeah, my daughter, husband, and son. Uh, other than that, life is good. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.